Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You are listening to The Erin May Henry Show. This is a podcast created to help you to be unapologetically yourself and get paid for it. Here, we talk all about personal branding, online business, social media marketing, and everything in between. And along with serving you some incredible lessons about how to grow your personal brand, we also have some amazing chats with extraordinary entrepreneurs and influencers about how they built theirs. This podcast is going to give you everything you need to know to become known online, grow your influence, impact, and income. So with that being said, let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast episode. I hope you're having an incredible day so far. So today's episode is very, very special because not only are we talking about possibly one of my favorite topics, which is mindset, spirituality, all of that jazz, but I had the honor of bringing on my own personal coach, the coach that I work with one-on-one or that I've been working with for the past couple of months and that I will be working with into the future. I have brought her on to dive deep into some of the stuff that I specifically work on myself to help me create success in my life and in my business, as well as speak to her about her personal brand. So this is like a double whammy, if you will. But I think spirituality, mindset, and all of all of those topics can really, really help your growth if you are in one of those places where you feel stuck. That's where I was in the beginning of the year. I felt stuck. And with the change of the niche, with all of the new projects that I was undertaking, I just, I I needed clarity. And that's why I reached out to Natalia Benson, who's an incredible astrologer, tarot reader, and life coach. And she's really helped me through a lot of stuff. So I'm excited to bring her on. She talks about the growth of her personal brand. She's, you know, got a massive community here herself. She used to write the horoscopes for who, what, where, and she's just doing really awesome with the growth of her own personal brand. She's also a DJ, so hashtag multi-passionate, but we talk to her all about her own growth and then really dive deep into the mindset side of growing a personal brand and how you can use spiritual practices to help you do so. I'll stop blabbering on and let's just jump into the episode. I really hope that you enjoy it. Don't forget to reach out to Natalia. She's amazing. Follow her on IG. She posts so much inspiring content on there. And yes, all right, Aaron, stop talking and get into the episode now. (laughs) Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another interview. I have such an exciting guest today because I'm actually bringing to you to chat to you all about spirituality, astrology, tarot, and building a personal brand, my amazing coach. So you all know that I have worked with so many different coaches throughout my journey and I've shared my experience openly. And as many of you will know, if you follow my Tuesday masterclasses, I've recently started working with Natalia Benson, who's an incredible online entrepreneur. And she has been the best coach I've ever had. I've recommended her to everyone. If you are looking for a life coach, a mindset coach, a spiritual coach, then she is definitely the woman for you. So thank you so much, Natalia, for coming on the show. Oh my God. Forgive me while I cry. Like, wow. It's like the best. That's I think the best introduction I've ever received. Thank you so much, babe. Whoa. Honestly, I have been literally telling everyone, I've been telling everyone they need to get their charts read by you. I've been telling everyone. So hopefully you'll get an influx of clients soon, but anyone listening today, I will have all of your coaching information below as well. But yeah, honestly, it's such a pleasure to have you here as well. Thank you, babe. Thank you for having me. I'm super honored. So I 
was drawn to you initially because not only of how you're speaking about astrology and mindset and living as a um, mystic in this kind of chic techie age, which is what I'm all about. But in addition to that, I was so drawn to you as well because you have such an epic personal brand. And I really do think that you embody this multi-passionate entrepreneur. So for those of you who are, for those in the audience, sorry, who are like meeting you for the first time, can you maybe just explain everything you do and as well, like what led you down this path of building an online personal brand? Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So where do I even begin? Wait, can you repeat the very first part of it? I want to make sure I address both. Yeah. So I'm just saying, so for anyone is who's meeting you, just like, what is it that you do specifically? Cause you do so much and I think you'll be able to explain <laughs> it better than I can, but like what, if, what, like, what was the turning point? Like, why did you start building an online presence? Oh my God. Okay, cool. I'm like writing it down. Cause I'm like, I want to be so thorough. I have a Capricorn rising. I want to give you everything you're asking for. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So in essence, what I do, the way that I describe myself is that I am a modern mystic. I'm an astrologer. I'm a tarot reader and teacher. I'm a perpetual optimist and I'm an empowerment coach. Um, so I basically, Well, first off, I started on my spiritual journey probably when I was about 19 years old. And that was ironically uh, not long after my my quote-unquote spiritual awakening, which sounds like something really fancy and fantastical, but it really wasn't. It's just, (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it. I made a big 180 in in my life and my consciousness. And that was the beginning of a very long, powerful journey of like coming within and really exploring who I was, who who I was and who I am today outside of, you know, how I had been defining myself all of my life. And ironically, not long after that epic uh, spiritual turning point um, at the age of 19, I also began a, a jewelry line and I went from being a political science major to being an artist. And my parents were like, WTF, can I cuss? I'm always <laughs> course, asked. I'm of like, course, of course, honestly. <laughs> I'm me. just like, <laughs> great. I'm like, okay, babe. I'm like, excuse my language. So anyhow, um, I started to to build this brand and I remember having this moment um, in my college apartment where I was like, oh my God, like I totally get branding. I was 19 years old. Like I knew what it was inherently to like build a story. And, and I had already been into like my spiritual stuff for a little while and I was creating these pieces. And over the years, you know, I started, you know, I, God, I was so young and I was still in college, but I really knew the power of the internet. And I especially, that was when MySpace was a thing. So I don't know, do you know about MySpace? I don't know who, where everyone lands on the spectrum anymore because I'm getting old. So (laughs) I'm nearly 30. So I definitely had a mind space. I think I had five years on my space before. Okay, good. Erin, you're like, you're like ageless to me. So like, I didn't even know how old you were. So that's great. But, um, so yeah, I, I basically like started this, like I was telling actually my mom, I was like, mom, I am like so on the cutting edge. Like I'm going to sell jewelry through my space and, and basically through, through, that was the beginning of like having this online presence for me. And then obviously as I continued through, um, Facebook and then, you know, Instagram came so much later, but like I ran my, my little jewelry business, um, through freaking Facebook. And like, I, I built a whole livelihood out of like, you know, my space eventually died out and then it was just Facebook. So I, I totally sustained myself. I don't even know how to be honest, but, um, I found photographers through Facebook who helped me build like my content. It wasn't even called that then. Um, I found like my main photographer who eventually helped me get into DJing. So it's just sort of like, I, I had gotten used to like utilizing these tools, these, these digital tools. And then unknowingly, I was always creating content and I always had had a really strong personal presence of what some would call self-promotion. But to me, it was just like, I was just expressing myself and I was really good at, you know, unabashedly sharing what I loved and what I was doing just because also to bring it back to the astrology, I'm an Aries. We are incredibly... (laughs) 
we're incredibly good at that. And I actually, for a while, was doing a lot of personal consulting um, for people building brands and building social media presence because it's just always been something I've really inherently understood just because I feel like you know, when you love what it is that you're sharing and it's really authentic to you, it's like all you want to do is share it and figure out ways to to get it out and to connect with other people. So I hope that's my long-winded answer, but I hope that answered your question. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I mean, you still do so much now. So you are doing live coaching, doing <laughs> DJing as well, and write the horoscopes for who, what, where. Is that correct? Is there anything else yeah. that you that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dog named Taro. Um, no, I no, I feel like you pretty much covered it. Like yeah. I, um, I do a lot of brand collaborations here in Los Angeles. I do a lot of events. It's it's really cool. You know, the wellness. I don't, I don't call myself an influencer, but like if, if someone asks what I do, I do like to say that I have a wellness brand or that I'm in like the wellness sphere because I feel like it's really cool. Like everything that I do, it's more on the spectrum of internal wellness, but man, like if you don't have internal wellness, what else do you have? You know? So yeah, I would, I would add that one in, but no, you pretty much nailed it. And like the electronic music is so random on the spectrum, but like that's been such a big part of my life for a long time. So yeah. And I, I mean, I want to get back to that in a second, because I think that's such an important part about personal branding, because so many women in my audience want to build this business. Maybe it's in health coaching, maybe it's in business coaching, but then they're like, shit, like I have all of these other passions that I want to be a part of who I am online. How do I fluidly introduce those to my audience without it being so left field. So I'd love to come back to that. But something that you said in your introduction, I I think would be really good to dive in for the people listening. You said you inherently knew how to like build a story. And I think that's such a big part of personal branding for whether you are a personal brand like yourself or whether you are a business and you're trying to build a brand for a product. What's your opinion or your perspective on how your story helps you promote yourself or make sales? Like, how do you tell your story in a way that attracts people to what you do? Oh, amazing. I mean, okay. So obviously, Erin, I think you found me through Shocker Girl, right? Through um, Amber Lee. And I I mentioned this in in that interview because it's something I think that's so important. It's authenticity. And, um... I, you know, it's funny, I have a coach myself and um, I was talking to her recently around my block at times with selling shit. I'm like selling like, and she was like, what are you talking about? Selling is the crux of everything. If you think about it, it's really how, it's really what we're all doing unknowingly all the time. You're selling yourself to a potential like boyfriend, girlfriend, like you're selling your product. You're selling like, well, you know what I mean? We're all like sharing these really inherent parts of like, and we're, we're often, you know, we're trying to get something. We're trying to get an outcome. Now, what the way that I like to look at that in a more like holistic manner is that when you can go about that process instead of like the outcome and attaching to the outcome, it's like, am I being authentic? I think sometimes people worry so much of like, how am I going to sell? How am I going to come across. I would don't, you know, a spiritual, um, term is like, don't worry about the house. The universe takes care of the house. Your only responsibility is to be empowered in what you are in your totality. And for me, you know, that is my biggest, um, that's been, you know, it's taken me, oh, I don't, I never sugarcoat this. And I think this is important to share. It's taken me a very long time. Like I just had my 31st birthday this year. It's taken me forever to get to the place that I'm, that I'm at. And I'm excited because to me, this is only the freaking beginning, but you know, being authentic and sharing what I am has taken me a really long time. And, um, and really accepting what I am, especially around being an artist, as you know, being a DJ, being a performer, being someone who's deeply spiritual, being someone who's really into like quotes and like you know connectivity and and helping people. It's I used to my parents used to be like, when are you going to get a real job? And I was like, I have a real job. I'm just figuring I'm just figuring it out. But it's like you know, I think that throughout the the time of like 
you know, building your brand and what it is that you want to express and selling, selling it. It's like being just totally accepting and authentic of who you are as a person and what your story is. And then I do think just in addition, like having an intuitive sense is important in branding and in sharing yourself online. Um, like I won't, I won't say, cause it's, it's not for me to say, I do notice sometimes when I peek out into like the mainstream, um, I'm just like, okay, like maybe that wasn't the best thing to share at that moment, but also to that person, that's their authentic expression of what they are. Like they're on their intuitive scale. They're like, oh, that was a great thing for me to say that like blew up Twitter and made like, 30 million people mad at me. You know what I mean? So it's like everybody has their own gauge. And I think that just being in touch with what your gauge is and what you want to share and what your why is, is, is really like, to me, like you can't go wrong, but then it's like finding those things and cultivating those things, uh, is the deeper journey, I guess I'll say. I love that. And, and I guess for everyone listening and how that actually reflects into, a brand that is selling without selling essentially like what you've just said about knowing who you are and showing up as your authentic self. That's exactly what you did on, um, you know, Amberly. I've got to know Amberly's yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. which yeah. you know got myself and didn't you say another client, which funnily enough has the same birthday as me. Synchronicity. Yes. But that's just an example of, of exactly what Natalia is talking about is like when you do know your story and you're showing up and you're communicating that through all these different channels, like that sells. That's what sells, not you actually yes. going out there and be like, bitches buy my products. <laughs> well, and that's and that's what I was gonna touch on for a minute too, is like, you know, people have a freaking bullshit meter. Everyone does, right? We can tell the difference between something that feels authentic and someone who feels happy versus someone who like, we're, we are all intuitive beings. Like we really, really are. And we're, and our intuition is a superpower. We just have never really been taught how to foster it. Um, and being self-aware is a superpower. So, so yeah, I just think that, you know, over the years, like I'm sure there are so many people who are like, this girl's full of shit. But it's like, I was always very uh, determined to love myself and to really accept what I am so that there, and my success has, you know, has come and began to come because authentically through and through, I finally like, and, and it's a journey. It's not like I got there and now I can sit on top of the mountain and like, just bring me the, the, boatloads of cash and clients and everything I want. It's not that. It's always a progression. And you hit one space where you're like, oh, I've got it. This is what I want to say. This is who I am. And you move with that. And then the universe will present you with more lessons and more things to work through. And then you'll progress and you'll progress and you'll progress. It's an ever folding, unfolding journey, but definitely like throughout the process, it's like, are you being real? Like, do you really feel what you're talking about? Do you really like love what you're selling? Because we all, everybody, I had a corporate job before this, before I cut ties and just fucking went for this, you know? And like, I think at my job, they were like, she, this is not her. And I finally had to admit like, whoa, I'm not standing in my power being here. You know what I mean? So they could sense that probably for a while before I was ready to admit it, but it's like, that's how in tune people are. We are all in tune with each other. So I think that's a good thing to keep in mind, even though I'm sure not many people would talk about that and like branding or, you know, like building yourself in terms of a success. But to me, that is some of like the deepest roots of what builds you the strongest foundation in your career. Yeah. I love that. And it's, I mean, it's so relevant because that's exactly why I'm essentially working with you. And, you know, some of the people listening to this have followed me for four or five years now and have seen all of the success that I've been able to have in my business. But as you said, like every level is going to bring you new challenges and that's where it's time to like reach out for a new, for a new set of eyes and someone to help you. But I think like, I loved what you were saying about, you know, when you do just start to really, I guess, as corny as this is going to sound like to really start believing in yourself, that's where you reflect Mm -hmm. an energy that people start to believe in you as well and want to work with you. But oh my God, you also yes. mentioned um, like your parents were a bit like, what the fuck are you doing? And that's busy. <laughs> people are in that position as well. So what's your advice to the women who maybe don't have the support from their partners or their parents or their friends and want to believe in themselves, but you know, they're getting so much resistance from the people around them. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. That gives me chills. Cause, cause I, I want to say like, oh my goodness, like uh, that has been one of the hardest things for me has been my parents. I'm extremely close to them and they have been incredible, which makes you want to appeal. It makes you want to make them happy, right? Yeah. Um, your friends, your partner, whoever it may be. Um, I'm going to drop a little tidbit of like wisdom that I randomly heard on a TED talk last night. And this woman was speaking to this like um, 15 year old girl. And she was giving her like this empowerment and this guidance of like, you can do anything. And, and she was using the, using the adage of, um, an acorn because acorns turn into massive oak trees and she's holding up the acorn. And she was like, look, the potential of this acorn from its inception to its completion as the mighty oak tree is what it is, despite what you and I say to it. It is what it is, despite any anyone's opinions. It like, it is what it is. And that's what I think we all, it is such a hard journey to get to that as human beings, because we are not acorns. We have sensory, we have a very big sensory experience. And to me, use those people in your life, utilize those people, use that, that this might sound weird, but like utilize that negativity as fuel, utilize the resistance as fuel. I have had to do that. And especially from my parents, like they, they are so supportive and incredible. Now they still have their moments, but like, especially when I was younger and like, I wasn't going to interview for a job and I was like, going to be this jewelry designer. And I was this spiritual creature, like working, like, just like they were like, what in the fuck is going on? And like, how are you going to survive? And, and for a long time, I believed them. I had the most vicious anxiety. Um, but you know what? I knew what you have to do is you've got to reach into that space. That's why to me, the internal fortitude that you cultivate with yourself is so vital because you need that because the world will often be telling you that you're full of shit and that you are not enough and that you can't do it. And all you have to do is trust that you are. And that makes me like a bit emotional because you know, even from everything that I'm doing, as I said, I'm still in process building my success, but even just the road so far, there's been many times where I'm like, I should just stop. Like you, you get the the negative input or someone kind of judging your, your process or whatever it may be. And it takes a really strong sense of self to push through that and listen to something deeper. So I just admonish anybody who is experiencing resistance from their external reality, like that's when you've got to like pull into yourself. And, and that's why love is the most powerful force in the universe. Cause when you love what you're doing, you're going to fucking make it happen. Like you, but you have to love it. Whatever you don't deeply, deeply love from the core of your being, it will, it will dissipate. You have to love it because it's going to get hard. It's just hard. And a lot of people are going to tell you that you're nuts. So you got to love it and you've got to be really keyed in to the depths of, of your essence and, and your authentic self. So you can like weather those negative, um, the negativity. And that's what I've had to do. I do that with my clients. I, one of my best friends is, um, very successful artist. And like, I work with her from time to time. It's the same thing, no matter what level you're at, you're always going to get resistance because dichotomy and duality is a part of the game and you've got to have that internal fortitude. But anyways, I'll start repeating myself like I'm 90. So I think you got it. (laughs) Internal fortitude. (laughs) It was honestly such an important point though. And like the thing that just kept running through my mind as you were speaking is how social media and like the online space is opened up the gates for so much opportunity, but also so much misconception because it's so easy to look at someone who's showing up on Instagram constantly or, you know, sharing the the highs. And whilst that's like what it's all about, it's all about being positive and empowering people. Like you have to understand that that comes with a shit ton of lows as well. No matter if you are Natalia or I, no matter if you're Tony Robbins or Marie Folio or any of those people, like they all have their struggles. They all have their demons and everyone is going to have something that they are dealing with constantly. So it's not exclusive to you at the beginning of your journey. It's there all the time. And that's why you just need to get support and get like the help that you need. But, um, 
Natalia, specifically for you, something that I have heard you speak about is how you are constantly working on self-love. And you, you even just mentioned that before. But how does that manifest itself in, in terms of actually showing up online? Do you have daily practices that help you be so consistent with everything you do? Um, yeah. I mean, to me, I have to be honest, like the self-love concept is extremely new. I feel like last summer was when I got out of a pretty potent relationship and I was like, wow, like I want to know about self-love. Like it was one of those things where I was like, what is self-love? How does it work? Like, what is the deal? You know what I mean? And it's really fascinating because as I feel like when you ask the question, like the answer comes to you, you know what I mean? Like you just have to like be willing to ask the question. And over time, especially over the last year, I feel like the universe has really given me opportunities of like, this is what self-love looks like. Um, and for me personally, you know, my, one of my daily practices is like mirror work and positive self-talk and being gentle with myself when I mess up. Um, self-love to me is also like the way, the food I put in my body, the way that I speak to myself, taking care of my physical vessel, but it's also just like those quiet moments of like knowing how to just be with yourself and accept that like, you're not perfect and that you probably like more often than not, like you, you suck at times and it's okay. (laughs) And, um, and just having like a conscientious loving awareness around your humanity. Like for me, that's what it is. Cause like self-love practice, like, um, I think that it can vary so deeply from person to person, but there's definitely like such an energy of like, okay, like what, what does that look like for me? And how can I just meet myself in the mirror and be like, I'm here for you. What do you need? I love you. You know what I mean? And just finding like a gracious, um, connection with yourself and, um, I don't know. That's been, it's been a power. I was just talking on the phone to one of my best friends before I jumped on here with you, Erin. And I was talking to her about something and I was like, babe, like self-love, self-love. When you love yourself, you stand up for yourself and you say no to certain things. And it may feel scary because you might be saying no and, and like letting go of stuff that you feel attached to or what the heck ever. But it's like, wow, to me, the universe responds to that instantly. It's like, oh, you're valuing your worth and like you're showing up for you. I'm going to show up for you too, you know? So are there ever, I guess, because, you know, as I just kind of mentioned, like one thing I really, really do admire you for is your consistency on showing up. Like you are there for your audience. You're there to serve. You're constantly bringing the empowerment. I feel like you're constantly there when I need it, even then we don't have calls. (laughs) You always have the right thing to say, but like, I I don't know. Do you have, I guess this is more of a strategic question, but do you have like a plan behind how consistent you are on social media and like, is that ever affected by this kind of self-love stuff? Like, do you ever just not want to show up and what do you do when that happens? Oh my God. This is an amazing question. Sorry, like so, 15 questions. No, I love it. It's great. <laughs> well, first and foremost, I have no plan. Like that's, what's funny is that look, I've managed social media. I've been a social media director for companies. I've done social media for other brands. I always have a plan there. Right. But for me, especially with my Natalia Benson brand, it is such a fluid expression of exactly where I am in the moment, good for better or for worse. So I, um, I always show up even in my vulnerable moments. Cause I think those moments need to be shared as well. And if I'm having an extremely off day and it's just not a day to post and it feels really inauthentic to post something, I don't. Do I let that be two, three, four, five days? No, I don't because this is my service and this is my career. It's just like if you, when you have a job and you, that you like, and your boss, you're like, "Mm, I don't feel like going in. I'm just not going in for five days. And you don't tell your boss. That's not (laughs) right. Right. So it's like the same as when you have like an online brand and like you are being in, in service to others. And, you know, regardless of the message that you're sharing and I find the brands that I connect to, um, 
that have the most success, I would also say on Instagram, uh, it is like, okay, I'm showing up consistently in the spirit of service because I have something to share. You know what I mean? And that I would say is just such like a powerful way to look at it, especially for the days. And like, fortunately for me, you know, it is, it is authentic for me to be like, I, like I spoke about this a couple weeks ago, I was having like a total emotional, um, anxiety, like premenstrual fucking meltdown. And I, um, happened to have a fucking great photo that matched and I, and I wrote about it yeah. and I, cause I wanted people to remember, like, look, even though I'm sharing like astrology and empowerment and insights and like the beautiful, inspiring things of my experience. And from what I perceive about the world, like I have a shadow and I have major meltdowns and like everyone does, we've got to stop with this Prozac, like, um, perception of reality that everyone has it better than us and that everyone has it together. I, I think it's unhealthy and it's and it hurts us on a spiritual, emotional, mental, and even physical level. So if I can share that through my work and like, yes, like I said, if there's a day where I'm like, I'm in a freaking hor- horrific mood and what I'm saying about love, light and peace and like brilliance doesn't resonate. I'm going to w- let that wait until tomorrow and show up for whatever my internal work is that day. And that's basically how I function. But like I said, I don't let that go on for too long. That's why we have to show up for our work, no matter what you do. Um, that's what I, you know, a lot, like even Aaron, what you and I have worked, worked with, it's like, you know, your success is catapulted from the same level that you meet yourself on the inside. And business mindset to me is all about internal work. <laughs> like you, you have to have an internal temperature to be able to handle more energy. Um, so anyhow, it's like showing up for the work, no matter what it is. And like I said, I'm, I'm grateful that my brand and my brand identity definitely has this energy of like, okay, cool. Like I can express myself on these days where like, I feel really low and I get such incredible responses because I feel like people get it and they, they appreciate that, that we, we, that they can feel connected to in their low moments, just as much as the, the good ones, you know? Yeah. I love that. And I think it's such an important message as well, because what you're speaking about in terms of for, for everyone listening for what I talk about is this whole documentation process. I think the, the best way to grow a personal brand, I don't care if you're selling socks or being a spiritual coach or a mindset coach or selling crystals or writing a book, the documentation process allows people to connect with you on such a deeper level. And that means sharing the lows, not to the point where it's like, you complain all the time, but yes, just allowing yes. that vulnerability to open the relationship. I mean, no one has a friendship where it's like poly positive all the time. You share your highs <laughs> and lows together. Otherwise it'd be awkward. How, you know what I mean? So like, you've got to think of yes. your connection with your audience in the same way. So I really love the way that you do that. But on that, something that I've seen you do a lot more lately is I guess sharing a bit more elements about your life. Like I loved how you, you know, did the apartment tour and you've been sharing more about like the skincare. How has your audience been responding to you, I guess, showing areas outside of your specific niche? You know what? Um, they've been super receptive, which is cool. Like the skincare stuff, like to be honest, that was one of my lowest, um, like, people weren't as like, oh, yay, like this is what she does. I'd have to check the analytics again, but I remember being like, okay, cool. Like that's a new avenue for me to talk about. You know what I mean? Like I always try to have like a pretty gracious mix of like, here's my personal life and here's my message and here's what I'm presenting to you for you. Um, But as I've been incorporating in more, like I actually did a poll recently where I was like, because I had a show in Colorado for Ninth Child for my electronic alias. And I I actually, I posted quite a bit about it on Natalia Benson, which is really rare. I used to keep the two extremely separate. Yeah. And I pulled after and I said, hey, you guys, do you want to see my personal life and like what I do? Or do you just want astrology and tarot and like 
inspiration stuff. And I think only three people voted that they wanted just the mystical stuff. And like another, like 200 voted that they liked my, that also gives you a feel for my audience and how much they include themselves in my polls. But, um, (laughs) but it was great because I was like, you know what, if you're voting in this poll, it means you give a shit and you pay attention to what I'm doing. And if you pay attention and you're voting in my poll, I am here to meet you exactly with exactly what you want. So after that, I felt even more excited because I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm excited to share, like, you know, I have a pretty, like, I think I'm funny, but like I've I've got like a sense of humor, and I and I like I'm super funny, cute little cute laughter. But I I like to share those parts of myself, and and after that, to be honest, like it was a good thing for me because I was like, okay, this is cool. I want my audience to feel like, look, if you want me to talk about astrology and tarot all day, you freaking got it. Like I'll just make a private account for my friends and like make my jokes and like show you what I ate for breakfast, but. But um, it feels good when you know that your audience is like receptive to the totality of what you're sharing. But sometimes they won't be. Sometimes they're like, no, like I'm here to like learn about business strategy or I'm here to learn about how to like grow the best plants or like whatever. You know what I mean? And that's all they're going to want. But I think in, in terms of like my intuition about I'm just consulting for a while, people love people, people love to understand, like, especially when they like what you're expressing through your work and you're already giving so much to them, they are already appreciative and connected to you and they want to know more about you. And that's been sort of my formula over the years is like, the more that I give, the more I receive. And, and that's the way that it's, that it's, um, evolved for me. I've got a really, I guess, interesting perspective on this as well, because as you were talking, I find a very similar, um, maybe kind of like breakdown with my audience on the personal side of things. However, because you are my coach and I can Mm -hmm. see what you do from my perspective, what I really think is the people who are going to convert, like let's actually talk strategy for a second, because I think the people that are going to convert, those are the people who care because I love seeing all of your stuff. I was like hanging on to that house tour, like opened your fridge. <laughs> <in the> fridge. <laughs> Honestly, but like, like I care. I think the people that are there just for the free stuff that are never going to become your clients, that are never going to become yes. a real avid fan of your brand. They are the ones who are like, why are you showing your skincare? Like, just give me the tarot. You know what I mean? So yes. Think about that because you, of course, the, the majority of what you do, you want to teach and that's going to be in your specific niche. But the people who actually are going to convert, that want to trust you, that want to know you, that know, like, and trust factor thing, they're the ones that are going to be receptive to that more personal content, in my opinion, anyway. Gosh, that is amazing. And thank you. And yes, times a million. I could not agree with that more. You just said it way better than I could have. <laughs> Um, something I really want to talk about because I know we could talk for like 10 hours, but I really want to Seriously. be of jumping into some real tangible astrology, tarot and spirituality advice that people can use in their own brands. But one question I did have that I wanted to ask was about the who, what, where position, because I think that's like so awesome. I think it adds like so much, like, I guess not necessarily credibility, but it just sounds really cool. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today you know what I mean (laughs) so did you uh, pursue that opportunity or how did that come to be well it's pretty crazy and I want to be so transparent with you so actually with who what where as of literally a week ago I will only be contributing on their Instagram which is still great I wrote on the site for three and a half years so I think they're focusing a lot more on like especially Instagram obviously that's just where there's so much energy now especially with like IGTV and just everyone is on Instagram for 23 hours a day um but 
So how that came to be, once again, that was just an experience of me following my heart, being in the right place at the right time. And not because I was trying to be, just because I was there being who I was. And so basically what happened, I used to read tarot on the top of this hotel in, um, in Beverly Hills. And it was like this Moroccan inspired hotel. It was like this private rooftop. And I used, I freaking read tarot. It was like my job. Like I read tarot there Friday and Saturday nights. It was so much fun. And I did that for two, two and a half years. So while I was doing that, I also had my jewelry. And one night I was there reading tarot and I I read for this girl and her mom. And she was like, oh yeah, like I work for who, what, where. And I was like, oh, like I actually do jewelry. So we exchanged information and I reached out about my jewelry and we ended up, we never really ended up connecting. So then about two years later, I get a a random email from the same girl. Um, And she was like, hey, uh, do you write horoscopes by any chance? And it's really funny because like, I always believe in the Richard Branson mentality of like, just say yes, yeah. <laughs> and you'll figure it out. And so like, I've been studying astrology for like five, six years at that point, And I was like, I do a lot of writing, but like, I could totally teach myself how to, or ask one of my mentors, like how to write specifically horoscopes. So that was how the, the, um, that was how it, presented itself. I wrote for free for quite a few months and just made sure that they liked it and that their audience responded. And then, you know, they started to pay me and then I started to do Facebook and then eventually that transitioned into Instagram. So it's been an incredible platform for me. You're right. It does warrant an amazing amount of credibility. I've worked with a lot of brands and I've had a lot of people find me. um, And it's really helped build and carry my career just from having that one affiliation. And they've been always incredibly supportive of my work and given me an incredible platform to share, you know, my, my wisdom and my love of astrology. So it's pretty, pretty crazy how it happened. I love that. And, and I, I already heard that story, but I wanted you to tell it on here because, because I know, um, you, you spoke about it. Well, I've listened to like everything you've done. That's probably, I can't remember where I heard it, but anyway, God, I love you. Love it. but why I wanted you to tell you that, why I wanted you to tell that story was just for anyone listening about how important it is to just kind of put yourself out there. Yes. Because, you know, in life we are presented with a whole bunch of opportunities. It's just how prepared we are for them. And you'd been putting yourself out there by going and doing the tarot readings and the opportunity was presented to you, but you made it happen after that by reaching out. You know, so many of us meet people and we're just too afraid to like reach out, send an email, call them, like chase them up and things. And then also you worked for free. You know, a lot of people will be like, oh, like I need to get paid or I don't want to work with clients who are trying to build up my portfolio or, you know, we all, we're all a little entitled on that side of things. Like totally. you know, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this stuff. Like you want opportunities, you want to get your foot in the door. You have to be willing to do whatever it takes. And that means yes. reaching out. That means working for free. It means making it happen. And, you know, look where Natalia is now. And even just saying because of that opportunity, it's helped so much with the growth but you did work for free for in the beginning. So I love that. Yeah. And, la- and last thing I'll add to that, just as something kind of funny, like at the very beginning, like I was like, oh, it's going to be this like, woo, the floodgates are going to open. I better prep my online store. I was like, oh, like bring in the money. And it was just like crickets for like the first six to nine months. Like no one gave a shit. They were like, cool, we're getting horoscopes. That's awesome. But then over the years of keeping consistent and like they were really cool and had my bio up there and all my links. And then, yeah, it just built over time. I think it's good to remember that things build over time. (laughs) Everything builds over time. And yeah, I mean, it's so important because it's who you become in the process of that building that allows you to handle the success you get later down the track. 100%. Awesome. All right. I really want to start talking about astrology, tarot, and how the audience, everyone listening can actually start implementing these amazing practices into their daily routines to help them um, grow their personal brand. So what I've really got from the work that you do, and I guess like other than so many different things, but the, the most important thing that I, I, maybe not just from the work you do, but from astrology in general is self-awareness. And I think yes. self-awareness is such a big part of personal, like you have to know who you are, what makes you amazing in order to stand out online. So how could someone start maybe using astrology or tarot to start 
knowing themselves? I know that's a pretty loaded question, but like, where would they start? It's, I mean, that's how I started. Like it was, it was literally getting my natal chart read when I was 22 that like set me on my life path. I just had a, I just brought on a client today and like, I'm helping her with her life path. And she is like, I want to work with you because you are an astrologer. So it's like, you literally like, when you know how to take a look at your natal chart, which requires you to know the time, date, and place of your birth, um, you can really take a look. I would recommend, look, you guys, you can, you can get a free natal chart reading on any website and it'll, and every site will give you its own interpretation, but to get really specific and really make it relevant to your experience, book a reading with an astrologer, whether that's me, whether that's an astrologer that you know, or someone, you know, that you trust. It's like, that's how you really get to the nitty gritty of like your, your North node position, your South node, where your son's placed, what house it's in. And this is all stuff like that all sounds like total, like cuckoo, like what language is she speaking? But astrology is a language. And when you understand the language, you can decipher like your soul's intentions for, you know, before you even got here. So it's really cool to understand your natal chart. Your, your sun signs, obviously great. Everyone knows their sun sign. Like I'm an Aries, Aaron, I'm an Aries. Aaron is a Gemini. It's like, we all know our sun signs. Um, but your natal chart really gets to the nitty gritty and like the deep essence of your trajectory and what holds you back, et cetera, et cetera. In addition for me, you know, tarot, I work with my cards almost every day. Um, if I'm having a block or I have a question or something that I need awareness around, or just an oracular message from my higher self, um, I will work with my cards and I journal my, all my entries and tarot is an amazing way to check in with yourself. It keeps you in a positive headspace it keeps you focused. Like it can really, like if you're having like a big stuck moment or like something you're just like, Oh my God, what do I do? You know, you can really work with your tarot. You can work with a tarot and, and that's something you can do. I'm going to do a shameless plug for a moment, but I have an online course called mystic 101. And the reason that I made it is like similar to everything we've been talking about here. It was to empower, you know, um, whoever takes the course with the tools of astrology, tarot, essential oils, and meditation. So when you know how to utilize these tools, there's so much energy in them available. You know what I mean? And there's so much internal guidance available just from knowing astrology and tarot, let alone like meditation and all that other jazz. Um, I think a common misconception that I've heard so many people because I have started, like I am literally a like, basic amateur and terror. I've always yeah. been into law of attraction. Everyone knows that I've been super into manifestation and mindset, but tarot and astrology has only, I'm only learning about it now through working with Natalia. Um, but because I started showing it, one of the questions or one of the common misconceptions that I see so many people speaking about is they think tarot is a tool for predicting the future. Yes. Everyone thinks that. (laughs) So it is not a predictive thing. I mean, it can be, but let, yeah, keep your, keep asking me and then I'll, I won't like have an Aries moment and freak out. (laughs) (laughs) No. So I guess my question would be like, how could someone with, with that in mind that it's not about predicting the future, like say I was going to do a big launch. It's not going to tell me how many signups I'm going to get, you know what I mean? Or whether the launch is going to fail or not, but like, Mm -hmm. how can someone use tarot to work through a big business decision, like, you know, for example, like, should I change my niche or like, should I launch this course or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So the way that I, and oh my goodness, like I was just reading tarot at this trade show that I did. I had a booth and I can't tell you how many people I had to be like, they're like, what you're a psychic, you're predicting the future. I'm like, no, you're creating the future right now. You, yeah. you, 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 you're, <laughs> you're creating your future. I could make a song about it. Like you're creating your future. You're creating it right this second. What are you doing? What decisions are you making? Oh are God, you, are you, <laughs> let's make a song. Let's make a song. I'll DJ it. Um, it's like, it's just like you are creating your life and you have to be accountable with your life. Tarot is a tool for self accountability and self awareness. I have a lot of clients here and there 
who will be like, okay, just tell me, you know, you can get reassurance from things. Like, look, if there's a really gnarly situation that you're going through and you're like, you're so negative about it that you can't see the forest for the trees, the tarot can give you solace because it will reflect the essence of the situation. And it will reflect like where, what is possible for the outcome, but you are creating the outcome. Like you are creating your experience. So tarot is a tool for self-empowerment and to check in and for insight in terms of like, okay, cool. Like how can I look at this differently? How can I go about this differently? Like, you know, for me personally, um, I always struggle a lot with relationships and that was what got me into astrology and tarot. It was from like boys breaking up with me (laughs) and I was always just like really upset about it. Uh, Yeah. I would always be like, what in the world? But I'm telling you my work with my natal chart and tarot oh my God, like that's a whole other podcast that I I need to make my own show for that. But it's like literally the insights and the empowerment that I received from working with those two um, modalities. It was literally to be like, okay, like how can you see the empowerment and the wisdom and the progression of each of these situations instead of seeing yourself as a victim and just expecting the worst every single time. You know what I mean? So so tarot specifically is like, how can I give you insight and empowerment now to see this in a new and different way and to go about things in a new and different way? You know what I mean? I love that. And just, I want to give a really practical example for people who are listening, like, because I think you know, my audience know me so well and know my personality and everything and all the the things that I've done in my business and something that I really got from the, the astrology and like having my natal chart read is you calling bullshit on my, like, I'm not organized. I can't do this. I can't do that. Like, I think that's really like you create these stories about who you are because of experiences that you've had in your Mm -hmm. life and you're just like I'm not that type of person who could do that Mm -hmm. and you were like well you kind of are and since then I uh, (laughs) like an asana ninja and like getting so much more done in my business in such a more structured way by just like opening up myself to a different way of looking yes oh my god yes and just freaking changing your story it's like it doesn't I tell people this all the time I'm like I tell myself this all the time I'm like okay it doesn't have to be a sob song doesn't have to be like six years in therapy and like 17 workshops. It's like, just change your mindset and change your mentality. And like, you know, I, I don't mean to, I don't say that to sound insensitive because look, we all have our our processes. And I'm very, very respectful of that, but just don't take yourself so seriously. And I feel like that's what we had to do, Aaron, you and I together is I was like, babe, like what, what if you just stop saying that? You know what I mean? Like, what if you just were like, wait, I can be grounded in like X, Y, Z, you know what I mean? Like, and that, and that is like, when we just, I was having this conversation recently with a good friend here. I was just like, whoa, like the moment we just decide, like authentically decide the universe moves to meet us. I really believe that. And I've seen it in my own life. I see it with my clients. Um, you know, it might take a little while to practice into this new state, but just having the awareness is like, even why coaching is so powerful. And to me, why my work with astrology and tarot and what, you know, my clients there is so powerful. It's just a shift in mindset. It's a shift in perspective. Yeah. And, and, and essentially, like you said, like a different decision else. Yeah. Everyone thinks like success is just like this one thing that just happens all this place. It's like, not. it's just like a, it's a series of mini decisions that happen yes. day, in, day out and day in and day out and never end until you So my last question then would be for someone who is brand new. And I mean like brand new, like he's listening to his podcast and like, I still don't even really know what you're talking about. Um, (laughs) You mentioned that they could go get their, their, their chart free um, online. And I, I did that guys. And like the, the Gemini bit was like spot on, but then the rest of it actually confused me more. So I know you can, (laughs) because it's, like the way that I see it is it just tells you what the things are rather than it's very general yeah yeah Um, and then obviously your mystic 101 course but what are Mm -hmm. the what are the daily I guess spiritual practices like I don't know let's get like super practical here like maybe a morning routine or a night routine that someone can start doing to connect to their intuition use spirituality for their business and their brand Yes. Okay. So 
I will just do another little shameless plug on my website. I have free meditations. Um, They're very short. You literally can do them in the morning. Um, In Mystic 101, I also teach you very simple, basic meditations for the busiest of schedules. That's like why I made that course. It was basically to incorporate in spirituality into the modern lifestyle and give people their own relationship to the mystical Um, and to incorporate it into being busy as fuck. Like that's like, I'm busy and I'm an Aries and like, I have a lot of Gemini as well, Aaron. So you, you, you and I both like, like dynamic, dynamic energy. And like, we like things to be shaken up a bit here and there. So that's why I made that course. It's like, I wanted it to be dynamic. I wanted it to be easy to incorporate it in. So let's say you're not going to go to my website and meditate and you don't want to buy Mystic 101. What can you do? (laughs) Uh, Get get a tarot deck if you're drawn to that um, and pull a card a day. I always suggest journaling. Get yourself a beautiful journal, something that you connect to and keep that just for your like tarot awareness or journaling daily. If you don't want to do tarot, get up in the morning, sit down somewhere. You, I wouldn't suggest meditating in your bed because you'll probably just want to go back to sleep, but like go sit on your couch or like if you have a balcony or just like a beautiful space, set your timer on your phone for one to three minutes. Even if you think the entire time, just bring yourself back to breath. Meditation isn't about not thinking. It's just about being aware. And that is how you start an awareness practice. And as you start that, you know, you're, we are impacting our, our universe. We're, we're the own center of our universe, right? So as we work with ourselves, even in the most simple and subtle ways, we are impacting our, our reality and our world and the world around us. So just even that little decision to like wake up in the morning, you know, I believe so deeply the way that we wake up in the morning is determines our whole day. And Aaron, by the way, I'm so I'm plugging myself nonstop. I'm just excited that I have all these tools for this all of you. No branding podcast. Like, that's uh, what yeah. you're to do. I'm, I'm like, I'm like a little too good at it. Um, but I actually just started a text message service that's called wake up powerful because I believe so much that even just one positive thought in the morning, one positive affirmation, one positive practice, especially when you do all of those together, that creates your entire reality. That creates your success and your work, your relationships, everything. So even on my busiest of mornings, um, I get up and I have a practice, whether it's three minutes long or it's an hour and a half. It depends how early I get up that day. But I make time for my for myself and to set my mindset and love myself as consistent as possible, um, because that is that is where your life builds from. Those are the roots of your tree. So you know whether you're not really open to the spiritual stuff or you're really excited about it. There's a varying degree of depth for every single person, and I always like to encourage that. You don't have to get super duper woo woo to just like have a connection to you know some of these practices and use them for practical means. That's what they're there for. They're here to empower and inspire us. So. That's so beautiful. Such a beautiful note to end on. Um, oh. I, I totally forgot to tell you at the start. I should have pre-warned you, but I also have this like little game that I like to play at the end. It's just, Great. Um, it's an intuitive game. You just have to, it's a kind of like, would you rather slash let's get to know Natalia. Um, uh-huh. A couple of questions that you have to answer as quickly as you can. Great. Love it. Okay. And I was like, just to give a hand, like you talk so like, like beautifully and slowly, like people are normally like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> 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 so ready. Dun, dun, dun. I'm ready. I'm scared. <laughs> no, I'm scared. Then nothing's incriminating. They're actually, they're actually pretty tame. Great. <laughs> what is your favorite song of all time? Oh my God. The first thing that came to me is this song called Still Life by The Horrors. Never heard That's of a it. hard one. Oh, that's a hard question to ask someone like me. A DJ. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is your worst habit? Oh my God. Um, I would have to say caffeination, but I'm proud of myself because I'm actually on day two of no caffeine. Yay. Really? <laughs> I just decided before my moon, I'm like very pay attention to my cycle that before, right before my cycle, I'm not going to drink caffeine so I can stay like 
centered and happy. You're like, I'm on day two of no coffee. I'm like, it's 10 a.m. and I'm already on two coffees. Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> but you're Australian. That's like an Aussie thing. I, what's ama- what, am, what am I saying? That's like a life thing. Everyone does that. <laughs> all right. So who's your biggest idol of all time? Oh my God. Um, my grandmother, uh, her name was Lila. She was the most loving, nurturing, remarkable soul. I'm very much, I feel like I embody parts of her. She was fucking cool. I I miss her so much. That's beautiful. (laughs) Yay. I don't, that was the first thing that came to me. I love it. I love it. And Oprah. Can I have two answers? Of course. Anyone can have (laughs) Oprah any day of the week. (laughs) I love Oprah. Would you rather be freezing or boiling hot? Oh my God. I hate this question. Um, (laughs) Neither, 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 neither. I hate extreme temperatures. You're not going to want to answer my next question then. (laughs) Oh God. I'm okay. Bring it. If you had to give up astrology or tarot, which would you do? (gasps) That's so mean. (laughs) Oh my God. You know, it's, oh my God. I I can't, babe, why? This is supposed to be hard. Have you, have you ever played What Would You Rather? I mean, this is like tame. I mean, I'm obviously the worst at this game. I'm so bad at things like this because I always answer with like 30 things that I like. <laughs> um, oh my God, if I had to give up one, do I? can I forfeit a, a, an answer? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, it's really hard. Um, no, I literally can't answer that. I can't give up either of them. I need them both. <laughs> Okay, well, if you turn, if you were going to turn into an animal right now, who do you, what do you think you'd turn into? Oh my god, I don't know why I thought a jaguar. The first thing that came to my mind, cool, I'm into it. I like never even think about jaguars. <laughs> Maybe there's like a sign in that you should definitely go like look up. I know I'm writing that down. <laughs> if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would you eat? Oh god. Um... <laughs> I'd be super unhealthy and fat, but I love buffalo cauliflower, but I wouldn't want to like only eat that because that would just be, I think I would turn orange. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> oh my God. So awful. Oh my God. I just feel like going to Los Angeles now for all the food. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Oh, I love the food here. It's so great. Come visit us. I will soon. Next year. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, and the last question is if they were going to write a book about your life, what would it be called? (laughs) Oh my God. Um, the Aries excursion. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. I know. I actually, um, you thought about them, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm the kind of person where I don't talk about my plans. So we'll just leave that. I'll leave a little mystery there. All right. And that is it. Honestly, this has been such a pleasure. As I said, I could talk to you for like 35 hours, Um, (laughs) but we'll have you on again. Definitely. I think it'd be cool if we could even do some like type of session or something. I don't know. I've got some ideas bubbling, but it was honestly so, 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 so honoring to have you on the show. I'm so excited for everyone to meet you and yeah. Babe, this was incredible. Thank you so much. You amaze me. Thank you to everyone for listening. And just, babe, thank you so much for asking me to do this. This was so fun. Pleasure. So where can everybody find you across social media? What have you got going on right now? This is this is where the plugs are supposed to happen. <laughs> oh my God. I already, as an Aries, just plugged it too soon. Um, you can find me. I'm very active on Instagram. It's at Natalia, N-A-T-A-L-I-A underscore Benson, B-E-N-S-O-N. My website is just nataliabenson.com. I'm about to be releasing a new course that I'm really excited about that basically embodies like my coaching strategy um, for people who maybe don't want to embark on like a full coaching journey. Um, And yeah, and just more to come with like astrology. And I've got some cool collabs in the works and it's fun. I'm grateful. I'm excited. And say hi to me on Instagram. I would love... I love keeping up with everybody there. 
And I have like 50 DMs to answer right now. So I'm going to go do that right now. <laughs> awesome. And all of the links anyway will be left in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, today. I really appreciate your time and I will see you guys in the next episode. So I realized that my interviews are long AF, but I really, really hope that you are sticking to the end because, you know, that's where the magic happens at the end. So just stick it out, really. <laughs> but no, really, I hope that you enjoyed this chat that I had with Natalia. I reckon it was so insightful. It was amazing. And I mean, how freaking soothing is her voice? I think that's like at least 20% of the reason why I love working with her because she calms me down. (laughs) But anyway, it's all about grounding. It's all about finding confidence in who you are right in this point in time. You don't have to be anybody else in order to achieve success online. You have to just figure out who the F you are inside and use all of that to your advantage. Natalia has done such a great job of doing that. And if you would like to take it one step further and learn a little bit more about yourself, then I definitely recommend reaching out and having your astrology chart read. I have you know, obviously had that done for myself. And it's just really, really insightful to not only get to know the good parts of you, the, 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 you know, the positives, like for me, I'm a Gemini. I'm all about communication. I'm all about talking. I'm all about getting the message out there, but then, you know, also calling bullshit on some of your stories for me, as I said, like I was like, I'm not organized when I have a lot of stuff in my chart that says, well, that's just not true. And the second that I just admitted that and was like, oh, okay. So maybe that's a story, not a matter of fact reality. Now, all of a sudden I'm like Asana Ninja so organized, loving life. So anyway, I definitely recommend reach out to uh, Natalia. If you're not going to work with her, then at least follow her on Instagram because she does weekly reports of astrology on her stories. I mean, on her live, sorry. But anyway, I'll stop blabbering on because this is the longest podcast in the entire world. I hope you have an incredible day and I'll see you in the next one. So that is it for today's episode. I really hope that it was helpful for you and that you took away some key information about how you can grow a profitable and memorable personal brand online. If you have not already, I would very much appreciate it if you would leave me a review on iTunes if this podcast helped you in any way. And of course, come hang out with me either on Instagram at Erin May Henry or in the May Collective Facebook group. Now, go out there and become known online. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.